Mind Gap Podcast. Everybody. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin, and Doug is giving me pasta lessons tonight. I am. Pasta He's... lessons. Yes. So, I Doug, what's your first trick. pasta lesson? My first pasta lesson is if you want to make a real good sauce, you want to add a little bit of zazziness to it. And I learned this yeah. from all things barbecue. All right? He did a little pizza bread. And one of the things he did, he added to his sauce uh, a, a scoop of... Uh, a little spoonful of pesto, which gives it a little bit of yeah, a little bit of pizzazz. And ever since then, I've done it. And every every time I have a little bit of red sauce, I'm like, it's got to have a little bit of pesto in it. It's I love pesto it's so good. Now, do you good. make your own pesto or do you buy the pesto? I have made my own pesto, but I found this jars of it at Costco mm-hmm. that are so fucking good. I'm like, I don't need to make my own. I'm good just buying this. And okay, is. so you're you're okay going the store bought right on it. It depends because I've had. We've gone on trips. I've gone to the local places or whatever, and, and I try to find something, and it's okay. I think I'm accustomed to the way this flavor is because okay. some of them are pretty potent. Sure. Some of them, like when I was in Tampa, they had like a citrusy one, which I wasn't super into. Of course they did fucking Florida. They did. What else can we jam a citrus into? Right? Exactly. Ron DeSantis' urethra. Not schools, you know, because they're teaching... Right. Real history. You can't teach the history of citrus. Mm-mm. Can't if, do that. Because right God forbid, window. God forbid that you mentioned that black people were slaves. <laughs> right. And but do mention God. Indeed. Yes. We want God in and history out. And we That's want, how we, we want to make sure that you don't have to carry a permit to carry a gun. Right. You know? Florida. Florida. <laughs> Florida. 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 This episode brought to you by Florida. Florida. Don't live here. Come to visit. That should should be the slogan for Florida. Florida, don't live here. Florida, don't live here. (laughs) They always have to make that sound after. Yeah, it's just like you always just got to sneak it in there. Yeah. Uh, I'm super happy to be here on this podcast episode. Uh, Just a quick shout out to last week's episode. If you haven't Mm -hmm. checked out episode 409 with Danny Kravitz, fucking do yourself a favor and go check it out because what a lovely guest. What an amazingly creative guy. And as of recording this, his book, The Marksman, novelization of The Marksman, is officially available. So you can go check that out. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, which I didn't know was a thing, uh, all that sort of stuff. You can go go find it. Just just Google the Marksman uh, book. You can find it. It's available. Support uh, Danny. Support Chris Charles. He's a great dude. And man, what a fun conversation! Just about creativity, about <clears throat> writing. He was just so much fun to talk to. It was an absolute blast. He's just a very positive person too. Like was, yeah. was the whole time energy level was up here. Mm-hmm. Super happy to answer questions. Had some philosophical thoughts and debates with us. It was absolutely fantastic. He's yeah. and we just scratched the surface. Yeah. Like he's someone that we will for sure be bringing back on 
Because yeah. there's a lot more to cover with him. I reached out to him after the show, just thanking him. He goes like, I hope you'll let me come back on. I'm like, oh, you bet your ass. I literally <laughs> said, you bet your ass we're going to have you back you bet on. bet your ass. Because you're so much fun to talk to. Try to stop us. Yeah. And then that was a threat. Us. Yeah. And then it turned into a threat. So, turned into a very hostile conversation after yeah, that. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. And honestly, just his approach to movies like his excitement towards just watching something and yeah. letting yourself feel something <clears throat> like the idea of like man if you can feel an emotion like right. that's that's what it's all about and i've really honestly in the past week have been leaning into that and the stuff that i'm watching even when movies i'm watching that i'm like these aren't that good you know mm-hmm. i think objectively or to me now like they're just not that good i can still find those key moments where i'm like oh this is making me feel a certain way and right. i like that and i'm leaning into it and i'm like and this is a good moment and that the movie doesn't have to be just black and white, good or bad, you know? Sure. Yeah. Like, hey, this movie has a lot of flaws, but this <clears throat> moment is fucking awesome. You know, like this is right. really, really cool. Um, and I've I've thoroughly I just kind of tried to be a lot more positive, especially we've talked about this before, just how difficult it is to create any if anything at all. And right. if someone is creating something in earnest, they're not trying to, you know, you don't have some corporate buttholes trying right. to cash in on something and be like, okay, you guys are just trying to cash in on something. But if it's something made in earnest, like go in with that mindset of like someone tried to make something, you know, like right. let's yeah. appreciate that. I, I've been watching or listening to, uh, I'll go through phases with what podcast I've been picking back up the uh, Conan O'Brien podcast. And yes. he, when they're bantering, uh, just him, Matt and Sona, mm-hmm. uh, Conan, I can't remember what the context of the situ- the conversation was, but they got on to where Conan was like, when I was at the late night show, I used to get invited to all these screeners for guests that I'd be having on so we could see their movie and I'd have something to talk about. And he goes, Sona, I brought you to quite a few of those. And we'd always walk out and he goes, some of them were were good. And some of them we were like, eh, you know, they, they tried. And some of them were, a lot of them were just absolutely horrible. And we had to try to figure out what to say nice about it. Mm-hmm. You know, when the, when, the, when the guest came the next day, but he goes, but every single one that we walked out of Sona, Every single one, your response was, well, that was fantastic. <laughs> and he goes, and you're the worst judge of movies because they weren't all fantastic. And she's like, but she shared the same idea. Yeah. She's like, yeah, but someone made it. And he yeah. goes, that's a low bar of entry for, <laughs> he goes, someone made it. And she goes, no, someone raised the money. Someone mm-hmm. wrote the script. And he's like, yeah. He goes, and so they ended up getting to, yeah. it's a it's a fair assessment. But I think that's. That is really where you and I have started to kind of go. We started this podcast a little bit. Ironically, when we were younger, we were more curmudgeon A hundred And I feel like as we've done the podcast, we've actually opened up to a little bit more. We've opened our palates up, if you will. That's been our my, brains. My, my kind of my trajectory of most things in consuming art. I was yeah. such a dick with music when I was younger. <laughs> such an asshole. I was so close minded yeah. to so many things. And then, you know, with movies, you know, I would just be like, oh, that's a bad movie. And then I've had fun going back and just re-watching shit sure. as of late. I'm just like seeing a movie and if something will pop up. I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen that in forever. Let's fucking re-watch that. Let's see if that's any good. I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I didn't. It's it's problematic. You know, uh, it didn't it didn't hit me in the right ways. But I can at least go through and just have just be excited to watch something. You know, and to be like, I don't know, we'll we'll see this. My my time is valuable, so I do try to choose things, you know, intentionally with that. Um, But there's things that I think I have a newfound appreciation for when I go back and rewatch them. And I'm like, oh, this, yeah, you know what? This is better than I remember. Or I can at least appreciate some moments in it where I'm like, you know what? This is pretty cool. And yeah, yeah, I've definitely tried to take that approach now. Um, 
and kind of just celebrate, you know, the fact that, you know, let's, let's be honest, we have access to so much content, like some of it, you know, again, we yeah. can say too much in a lot of, a lot of regards, but I'm just like, I don't know, man, I try to try to appreciate as much as I can, you know? I'll still make, yeah, I'll always make the argument that we have, we currently do have access to too much content. I'm finding myself, and I, I this is where lines are blurring, because I can't remember if you and I have talked about this or Hague and I separately have talked about this while we're supposed to, you know, be working. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the concept of uh, having access to too much and binging actually um, preventing you from retaining story as much as we used to be able to. Because you can just rip through a whole season in two or three days and you can do that with multiple shows and like you're just you're consuming so much. It makes it a lot harder, I think, to actually sit and absorb when you used to watch stuff week to week. You got the whole week to sit on it and think about it and really like like burned into your memory. Older shows, I can remember very specific plot lines still for specific episodes and stuff like that. Recently, though, like if I'm watching something, I'm like, that was a great series. And then I can really recall a lot of specifics that I used to be able to to recall. So I I do think that we it, to a fault, I think we almost have access to too much now. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 to the point where it's so difficult to keep up, you know. So, oh, like, yeah. hey, this new show came out. Have you watched it? And it's just like, yeah, no, I haven't because <clears throat> it's on a list. Some. <laughs> you know mythical list you know <laughs> yeah and it's like i, I used me, to keep an actual list and i i gave that up yeah like i keep hearing stuff recommended to me i'm like i'll get to it eventually but i'm also like i need to be in the right mood i keep people like dude andor is good i hear it's good i'm gonna watch it at some point yeah i'm just not in a star wars mood haven't been for a while and yeah. i'm sure it's great but i'm like whenever i finish something i'm like i could start andor and i'm like nah and nah. i find something else <laughs> I just, same else. thing with I just started the succession. Yeah. Because I again I know how like, you know, uh favorite it was with all the award shows and it was critically, you know, acclaimed and all that. And it was one of those where I was like, I it I had it in my queue and every time I would go to Max, I'd be like, now, no, not now. Now, yeah. not now. And now that I started it, I'm into it. And I'm halfway yeah. through season one and it's great. But it took me quite some time to get to the point where I was in a succession mindset. Yeah, it's like that sometimes with anime too. Like uh, uh, Christian Humes, who was on you know a little while ago, who was uh, really big. He he's a huge, ad, I would say, evangelist for uh, the show One Piece that has okay. I think over a thousand episodes. And I'm did like, we, not, we talked about that, didn't we? We did. Yeah, and he he was posting something on Threads, and I replied. Because they're actually making a live action show of it on Netflix. Gotcha. And uh, he made because that's worked out so well for them thus far. Hey man, throw enough shit at the wall, something's gonna stick. You know, that's exactly it. You know, Cornelius thirteen twelve. You know, the Netflix model. Yeah. Um, But he he said something out there, and I was like, Hey man, listen, I just I just jumped in the conversation. I'm like, Looking, I'm I trust that this show's good, but it is so daunting to even consider. Yeah. starting this and he goes i'm gonna dm you and he's like here's the site that tells you he goes because there's some filler in this show he goes here's the, like here's the guide on how to watch it that will bypass most of that stuff and get you to what you want to and i'm like i don't know man i i just i don't know if i could do that i don't have the yeah. I'm, I'm not committed to this program yeah can't do it won't do it i'm sorry i'm sorry i won't ain't gonna happen um, um 
What's the uh, what's the new Star Wars one that's out? I, I can never pr- remember the. Uh, oh, uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. That's it. Yeah. Same thing with that, where I've heard a lot of people say like, "Oh, you need you to really understand it. You need to go back and watch what is it, Rebels or some who fucking an- cares? Like, there's two different anime series, and like, but they're like without that. Or what I saw someone say like, "Okay, here are the episodes of that animated series to watch. It's like season one, episode three, and then this one, and then this one, and then that should give you enough." And I'm like, if I have to go back and put this filler in and and piece it together, I'm like, it's. Barrier to entry is too high for me. Zero I just, interest. I can't. Zero I can't. interest in anything yeah. Star Wars these days. I'm just yeah. out. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to commit any time to it, any effort yeah. to it. I don't care if people enjoy it. Good for them. I'm just like, I'm over it Star gets, Wars. It gets to the point, though, to your point with that anime. like And this, it, like if you've got too much of a backlog to go through or if you need to find yourself too many anchor points to get yourself ready for the... I just It's too much. It's yeah. hard. There's a barrier. There's a barrier yeah. there, and if you know, if you don't have it, and you can't watch it, can't enjoy it. I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking bother. I don't, even, I don't care that much about Star Wars. So yeah. there's some things I'll jump through the hoops for. Where I'm like, all right, maybe I'll check this out or whatever. But I'm like, nah, right. I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. <coughs> I don't give a fucking shit. Um, what you should give a shit about is, uh, you know, our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/MindGapPodcast. Subscribe, please. Hit the like button, please. Comment, please. It means a lot to us. Um, we're chugging along. And if you're ever listening to this being like, man, how could I help out Doug and Justin? That's the best way to do it. YouTube.com slash mindgap podcast. Hit the subscribe button. If you haven't already hit the like button, uh, when we post shit, you know, just engaging with us, it helps. It helps with the algorithm and all sorts of stuff like that. So that would mean the world to us. If you could support us, support our guests, things of that nature. Um, appreciate you. I think we had a pretty good boost with Danny, Danny's show. So thank you to everyone who, uh, came out and supported that. I, I know that's big for Danny as well. So thank you very much. Uh, check out a link in the description for our Discord. Join the Discord community. Uh, check out redbubble.com. Uh, link is in the description for our merchandise. And then patreon.com slash podcast for all that good jazzy stuff. If you want to, there, I mean, there's, I'll be honest with you, that's just the spot where you can just directly fund us and we'd appreciate it. So yeah. we don't have any plans right now at the moment. We've come up with ideas, but we don't necessarily know how to. Fully utilize that where you can give us money and we can give you something in return. So right. uh, we're, we're all ears for stuff. So, but uh, that, that, that would be really, really cool. So anyway, um, yeah, fun stuff. You covered it. That's it. I got it, baby. I nailed it. Also, uh, I host a video game stream on Fridays uh, at 8 p.m. <clears throat> Central. Uh, I've been playing for the first time ever the same game for many weeks in a row, and that is Baldur's Gate 3. You've been rocking that game, man. You have no idea. I don't. You have no idea what I've been doing. Is it become game. a sickness? I mean, I don't consider it a sickness. I consider it love. I've Would you say al- you're down with the sickness? I've put in almost 100 hours into it so far. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. The part of the challenge with that is uh, when you do multiplayer games, um, there's this, my single player game, which is where I've gotten the farthest, but... Anytime you do a multiplayer game, you basically kind of start over. Okay. And so you have to like almost, you're playing that campaign and, and whatever. And so like I have my campaign, I have the stream campaign, I have my campaign with Seth, and I have my campaign with Eric. Okay. So that's... So wait, you're playing your own campaign separate from the stream? Yes. Like you've got another one that you started over and were playing again. Yes. Just for the entertainment value. Yes. Interesting. So you've got four different campaigns open. Yeah. Well, the cool wow. thing about this game is while a lot of the events 
you know what to expect. There's also wild shit that happens that you that you don't even understand. Like the, the love that went into this game. If you're not familiar with it, it's essentially a role-playing game that also has like turn-based tactical fights, and it's based in the world of Dungeons and Dragons, in the world of Faerun. And um, it's straight up like you build your character, you create a character sheet, you design them, whatever you want them to be, you pick their class and all sorts of shit like that. It's really, really cool. And every time I play, every one of my campaigns, I'm a different character. Like I'm a different okay. race. I'm also so I'm, I so it's interesting play style for me. And whenever you're in some sort of dialogue, oftentimes based on the situation, you may have a specific dialogue choice you can make based on either your race or your class or both, which will give you a very interesting <clears throat> way to play. And I've done this one encounter three times now. And the last time that I did it, the creature we were fighting stopped the fight and tried to bargain with us. I didn't even know that was possible. Seriously? It was like, hey, 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 hey whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's talk this out. <laughs> you give me this thing and I will give you something powerful. And Eric was playing was his character. Just it, intimidated it, with you? It was basically was about to die. And it was like, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. And then... Eric used his character to intimidate them to basically be like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to give you this, but you're going to give me the power up anyway. And he, he rolled high and he got it. And I was like, we probably shouldn't have let that thing go, but I'm really happy that this happened because I haven't seen this happen yet. That's incredible. Know? Which is wild. So just it's the the endless possibilities that are, yeah. are available in this game. Just they tickle me to no end. And... I constantly see videos of the way people approach different things in this game. I mean, I watched Matthew Mercer as he's playing this game, create a wall of crates that were insanely high. And then he had this arrow that allowed him to teleport and he teleported on top of a castle. That's how he got in. I was like, fucking look at that. That's <laughs> what you can do. People that synced up. Uh, what was it? Um, is it? It's a uh, Tchaikovsky's. 1812 Overture? Is that the one? Sure. That has like the cannons and stuff. It's like da 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 I think Someone synced that up to them because in the game you can set up explosive barrels. They set up barrels all around this city and they set it off and it was just like ba 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 and it was just like the whole city erupted into explosions and they synced it up to that song. It was the best fucking thing I'd ever seen. It was incredible. And um, there's just constant things where, I don't know, man, I, I could go on forever. The cool shit that I've seen, the reactions that I've seen from people as they do things, not thinking, not knowing what that's going to what's going to happen because of what yeah. they do. And they're like, yeah, oh, no, like their emotions just like change. It's the best fucking I'd thing in the world. That's a mark of a, a truly good game. Uh, yes. A well-designed game is because you can you can play it over. It's it's got you simultaneously playing four different campaigns and having four vastly different experiences in each one of them. Yes. And then when you're done with those, odds are you're going to fire it back up and play through again completely differently and have a fifth you know experience yeah. with this game. <clears throat> that is that that's the hallmark to I'm not a huge gamer but to me yeah. that if you asked me what's the hallmark of a good game that would be right at the top of the list also this game has no microtransactions <laughs> everything was in there the game go. at launch and this is made by Larian Studios Larian Studios has been getting nothing but praise 
from the community and a lot of other publishers have been like, yeah, you know, this game is a bit of a fluke, you know, don't go, <laughs> don't go thinking <clears throat> this is how it's going to be. People are like, Hey, fuck you. So like, the how system you, is trying to pull them down. How about you just make a full game? Yeah. You know, at launch and don't, yeah. you know, put this shit behind paywalls and yeah. they, because they spent, I mean, I purchased the game in early access in 2020, mm-hmm. like, Early on, I paid 60 bucks for it, and I played a little bit. I'm like, oh, this game is not ready, um, and I don't feel like testing this. So I didn't touch it for three years, wow. and then they finally launched it, and I was like, this, thing, this game fucking rules, man. Like, this is amazing. And did you have to buy it again? Nope. In fact, Bingo. they gave anyone who bought it in advance got, like, some bonus, uh, uh, con- like... See? Little little yeah. things like just right. purely cosmetic things that you could put on your characters <clears throat> and things like that, um, and it has been nothing short of amazing. It's been great playing with other people as well. Uh, on last Friday's stream, uh, Clarissa uh, is playing as a monk. She killed a goblin with two sausages. It was fucking amazing. incredible. She goes, "You can do a wheeled sausages." I'm like, "Excuse me," and she's like, "Hiya!" and <laughs> just starts. <laughs> Beating the shit out of goblins with sausages. I'm like, that is fucking amazing. That is so Goblin cool. Goblin sausages. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So That's it's, really cool. It's a phenomenal game. Um, uh, And I'll be playing that again this Friday with Seth, Emilio, Clarissa. So we have our Love own little it. thing that we're doing and just rolling through, having a great time. And I have to say, in these kinds of games, I can never be a bad guy. You know, some people are like, oh, I'm going to be a dick in this game. I'm going to be yeah. an asshole. I'm going to be evil. I cannot do it. Why? I just can't. I cannot get myself to be a dick even in a fictitious world. I just can't. I, I cannot. If I if I get put in a situation where it's like you have to make a choice, I am all, I'm most of the time compelled to look up and see what happens because I'm like, I have to make the right choice. I can't get this wrong. Wow. I'm playing a paladin, which is like the perfect thing. Like, because you're, you're just, they, they're like anti evil, you know, things like, they're, yeah. I always go with their dialogue. I ran into a necromancer the other night and it's like, hello, would you like to talk? And the, I didn't even get, like, there was all these different things you could do. And he's just like, yeah. And basically, he was like, as a paladin, I am compelled to kill you. And I'm like, I'm picking that one. We're going to fucking fight this guy because he's evil. He's a necromancer. Yeah. I'm not making deals. I'm not whatever, and the guy just goes <laughs> fine, and I'm just like we go, let's go. We're going, to, we're going to town on this. Like I won't do it. <laughs> or someone's like, oh, someone got stolen. I'm like, as you have my oath as a paladin, I will save them. I'm like I'm gonna pick that one because that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be the good guy. Someone's got you know? a white knight syndrome, Dougie. It's not white knight. It's just it's it's I'm lawful good. That's who I am. <laughs> like, you can't even separate it for the role playing. While I while I am not Captain I'm not Captain Rogers I'm Captain Rogers and like the way that I approach things and that I'm like I have to do yeah. the right thing like I cannot allow I cannot there is a, a a child who's like thank you for helping me I can't select the option that's like yeah you know how else you can help me you could fucking give me money like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna extort a child you know for this sort of shit but See, what's it, that sounds fun to me. <laughs> because I can't do that. I would never do that in the real world. So yeah. to be able to do that with no consequences sounds fantastic. I'll extort a whole town. Right. See, and yeah. that's and to some people can find fun doing that. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> now, if you want to tell me, like I uh I nuked 
all of these goblins in the goblin settlement. I mean, those guys, because here's the thing. I went in, I'm like, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. And they're like, we burned down that town and we tortured those people. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe not right this moment because you're neutral to me, but you all will go are going to die. Like it's going to happen. I will, I will wipe this encampment off the face of this world. Because you all attacked an innocent town, you burned it to the ground, you killed people, innocent people, you all are going to pay. And every time I play this game, I'm going, it's going to be hard not to kill you all. Like, it's going to be hard not to just destroy you and let your blood soak the dirt because I'm going to nuke you. Let me ask you this. Do you know the full history of this goblin tribe? Yeah. They serve. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I do. Like this town years ago, this town didn't wrong them. And this goblins, is an ancient battle. Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to be racist, but goblins, pretty bad creatures most of the time. Okay. Pretty bad. And I got to witness their behavior and what they're doing. They fucking killed an owl bear and stole its cub, and they were using a game called Chase the Owl Bear, where they basically chase the owl bear and try to catch it. And they're torturing okay. this little creature, and. It's just the fucking worst. They're awful. They kill hmm. innocent people, and then they they. Wrote, put them on a rotisserie over a fire. So they like, have they're eating. Would, they have to eat. They're hunters. Yeah. They're eating yeah. dwarves. You want There's them to go you want them to go meat. hungry. There's other things. They have pork loins and shit on the goddamn spit. They also have dwarves. Well, so maybe that's a delicacy. Do I come in and slap the basil out your pasta sauce? Pesto? Sorry. How dare you? I'm just saying, man. How dare you? What if there were a whole uh flora race? That was like, you have killed so many of our basil brethren to make your pesto sauce. You know, it's funny because there is a flora race in this game. See? And I was on their side and tried to wipe out the uh, the Dwegers. What if they knew? Duergars, I don't think you're allowed to say, say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? here's the thing. They're what dark if they dwarves. knew about you? They're what? <laughs> They're dark dwarves. They're dark. <laughs> they live in the underdark. And they basically have really dark skin and they can see in the dark because they live, they mine and stuff like that. And they're also really bad. They're really bad creatures. Also, mm-hmm. nuke the shit out of them. Yeah, it sounds like you're playing God, Doug. You know why? Then, you know why? Because they captured the deep gnomes, enslaved them, worked them until they died, and then threw their bodies in the river. Bastards. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> bastards <laughs> can you put can we try that again with a little more emotion all right let's let's, let's take it back to one <clears throat> so they capture the deep gnomes they capture them they make them slaves they work them until they die then they throw their bodies in the river you bastards all right we'll take it all right. you know. <laughs> cut it we're moving on <laughs> we're moving on we got it well that's what's cool is like uh, yeah. you can befriend them if you want you know it's like how do you want you can to play befriend, You can befriend the bad people, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, however you, you want. want. And you can join them. Because you okay. can play a character that's like, you know, you skillfully, cool with that. You skillfully spun yourself away from the, did the flora race ever find out about your love of pesto? Um, and if they did, would they not consider what you did genocide? It depends, because some of those flora are living creatures. Basil's not a living creature, Justin. Yeah, but it's still of their world. I'm sorry, you're saying plants aren't alive? They're not sentient. These are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those maybe are. they. Maybe one of their distant relatives is a basil plant. Have yeah. you met all the plants in this world? 
I'm I I mean I was they asked me to go bring them the head of a drow elf. Okay. That's another I don't I know was a drow going elf. to but I uh used Eldritch Blast, which had repellent blast on it, knocked the guy into the lava. I couldn't get his head. But he's dead. Well, how do you prove that to them? Did they just took your word I for didn't it? get to complete the quest in its entirety because I couldn't get the head. But I was like You're still not answering this base the question. It was I don't like it how you're spinning it. He was he was a real tough guy, and I was like, Eldritch Blast! And went, kaboom! And he flew into the lava, and I was like, nice. Problem solved. <laughs> um yeah, Basil's not real. <laughs> That's what we've come away with. <laughs> Basil's not real. <laughs> All right. Basil's not real. Hey, it's your game. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. It's my game. Anyway, Baldur's Gate 3, it's cool. Check it out. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. So uh, we, we didn't have this one on the list, but I've heard about this a couple times now, and I want to bring it up. So this is a bit of a, an audible. Um, apparently, uh, there's like a renewed, like earnest interest in searching for the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Yes. Oh, I'm into this. Yeah. You didn't put this on the list. And I'm, I I'm, didn't. I'm, I'm up for it. It says, with drones and webcams, volunteer hunters join a new search for the mythical Loch Ness Monster. Oh, what, a, what not a waste of time. Right? Um, yeah, it got to the point where people were like, yeah, no more volunteers. We got all the, we got all the, the losers we need to, to do too this. Too many drones in the sky. We're, like, we're right. fucking running into each other. Yeah. I imagine it's like a scene from uh, Jaws when they're, a bunch of those amateur fishermen are trying to, you know, they're in the water just throwing yeah. dynamite and shit trying to... Trying to find the shark. They're like, we're going to find him. What are you doing? He's chumming. What's chumming? He's, he's throwing blood in the water. You know, it's just <laughs> trying to find the Loch Ness Monster. So what does it, any article say what renewed this interest? It says the Loch Ness Center said researchers would try to seek evidence of Nessie using thermal imaging drones, infrared cameras, and a hydrophone to detect underwater sounds in the lake's murky waters. The two-day event is being billed as the biggest survey of the lake in 50 years. It includes volunteers scanning the water from boats and the lakeshore with others around the world joining in with webcams. <laughs> uh, 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 Alan McKenna of the Loch Ness Center said the aim was to inspire a new generation of Loch Ness enthusiasts. Thanks, McKenna. <laughs> Thank you. I just, I'm looking up here. What is the, let's see, Loch Ness compared to other water bodies? It's so, pretty, I think it's like maybe one of the deepest lakes. It's pretty, pretty incredible. It can't be. It's only, tw it's 22 miles. Now that's, sorry, 22 miles squared. Uh-oh, we're throwing in squares. Oh, Justin man. Justin only works with circles. No, nope, I don't. He doesn't do squares. Yep. My kryptonite, uh, squares! Uh, let's see. Other bodies of water. Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe is 8.84 times as big as Loch Ness. All right. Right. So like it I look, I know it's not the biggest. I think here what I'm my point is this for all the people who were over there. When I was a kid, I loved this. I loved this myth. I would I loved the idea that this was true and I bought into it for a little while when I was a kid. Then I realized after all these years, there's only so many places. It's not the ocean. There's only so many places this thing could be, and I think we've searched it all. 
So for right. these adults to be over there doing this, I, I just I want to know what goes through their fucking heads. They want it to be true. Is it? Yeah. But like, is it more just they need the camaraderie? Like, are these just lonely folk? And there's no judgment on that. Like, it's just is this just people who are looking for a community? Because if so, you can join the Mind Gap community on Discord. That's right. Link is Come in on the over description here. down below. Yeah. Um, but for know. real, you like, know, is this, this has to just be them just, like, I don't know. I, it's just people want to believe, you know, ever since the, you know, that oh, sure. photo came out and, you know, it was debunked. In, but but, in, but before uh, it was debunked. In 1497. <laughs> 1933, Justin. Um, eh, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um, and, you know, back in a time you know, where all that shit couldn't be explained. And it's just, it created this thing of like, imagine growing up over by Loch Ness and just hearing from everyone like, oh yeah, there's something that lives in the lake. Guess what? You're going to look and you're going to find something in the lake. You know, you're going to, yeah. you're going to find something. As a, if yeah. I grew up around it as a kid, I'd have been there every fucking right. weekend looking like, for that Oh thing. yeah, that's just Nessie. You know, yep. they're over there. Absolutely. It's like, mm, okay. If you say so. I love this quote. Not every ripple or wave is a beastie. Some of those can be explained. But there are a handful that cannot. You know, that's what he said. Can I just, real quick. Yay! Well done. Oh, thank you. Well done. <laughs> I, you I you tapped you into your heritage. Yeah. Your ancestors would be proud. Yeah, right? Ancestor There's some words Cochran. where I'm like, I also just watched Braveheart recently, so, you know, I'm just in the mode. <laughs> but, you know, when I saw it. Not every ripple or wave is a beastie. I was like, oh, that's beastie. It's a, it's a beastie. Not every ripple or wave is a beastie. <laughs> Some of those can be explained, but there are a handful that cannot. <laughs> that's just driftwood. <laughs> that, <laughs> I like to isolate that audio, just have it randomly. <laughs> that's just driftwood. When would I use it? I don't fucking know. It's a know. quote out of context. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's just driftwood um now i mean listen we've talked about this stuff before i would love nothing more than to to, to have this thing be real because how cool would it be after all these i would love for bigfoot to be real that'd be amazing you know like this ancient creatures it's there it's real yeah. we can prove it like it's great it's awesome um it's just one of those things where you know, I look at this from practical Doug standpoint, and what are the odds <laughs> that this creature exists? That's what I'm saying. Um, the lake's only so big. The nest is only so big. It's only so big, and uh, or the lock. It's not a nest. Lock nest. <laughs> and uh, you know, there's got to be some awful inbreeding happening. You know, because there's obviously not that many of them. So what nest? Nessies? Like Nessies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how old can they really live to be? Like, I mean, come on. Like, it's it's just, it's it's highly unlikely. But you know, is it fun? Absolutely. You know, have fun. Oh God, it's a blast. Whatever. I just, yeah, I just like to assume that there is so much traffic, air traffic now. There's just I I, I in my head I picture hundreds of drones all just running into each other and falling in the water. Yeah. People in boats going to retrieve them. And then there's footage. As soon as you got to as soon as it hit the water, you saw it. You saw it. As soon as it hit the water, there was a flash of something that went right by the camera before yeah. the DJI shorted out. Yeah, it's always something. Again, you'll see what you want to see with that yeah. sort of stuff. I remember years ago, 
Uh, I think this is when I lost my faith in like just uh, cable uh, stuff. Like something on TNT or some bullshit. It was just like, oh, they're going to the lock, Loch Ness, and they're gonna see what they can find. And I watched this whole hour long special, yeah, you know, where they're talking about all the sorts about what it could be, how long it could be, and they're like, yeah, you know, they do the classic. And then we put some sonar down there, and it's like, oh, I'm picking up something, picking up something. It's like, and they cut cut to commercial, you know. Yeah, and right, it comes, right before they cut to commercial, that's this this heightened thing. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that? It's just like, oh, it I, think I'm, to, I think I'm picking up something, and then dun 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 dun. Tide pods. That's why I was gonna go tide as well for some reason. It's just like Arby's. We've got the meats. You, know, just. <laughs> you ever wonder what Nessie tastes like? Yeah, we've right? got the Ness. And then it comes back, and it's like, I don't know, man. It was something. I don't know what it was, but it yeah. was something, and that's how it ended. I'm like, that's what this show was? What a waste of fucking time, you know? Yeah. Thanks, like, Nat Geo. Ugh. It's just it's brutal, man. Just, you know, <laughs> it feeds into it. So, hey, listen, I hope you all find something. Yeah. I Listen, I'm rooting for anybody. I'm rooting for paranormal explorers. I'm rooting for the, the squatchers out there. I'm rooting yeah. for you. I'm rooting for it. I'm in. I'm all in. I'm all for it. I'm just a skeptic. I'm not an asshole about it, except for ghosts. Um, and you know, I'm rooting for you, man. Like I hope, I hope you find something. And I, if you do, and it's proven, I'll be the first one to celebrate you. You know? Oh, sure. I'll be like, yeah. way to go. You did it. You believed, and I didn't. And you deserve this win. This one's for you. I'm all for it. That's so super cool. Yeah. But until now, that happens, I man. There's a funny thing psychologically, though, because as much as I know that the Loch Ness Monster doesn't exist, I don't know that I would ever go swimming in that just because oh. of the deep psychological, just because the, the the lore is so heightened about it that I don't know if I could shut that part of my brain off yeah. of like something goes by your foot and you're like, what? Dude, that's also it's a the lake. weirdest thing. It's a lake. It's a dark ass lake. Right. And it's a deep ass lake. Like yeah. it's just no. It's a lock. It's a lock. It's a lock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a lock. It's a lock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lock. <laughs> <laughs> now here's here's a better question: Which is scuba yeah. dive in there? Oh man, see that's the thing. I don't like. I don't know. It's the same reason. It's it's the same part in my brain that at 40 years old, when I still go into a dark basement, <laughs> the hair on the back of my neck stands up. Yeah. I don't stop. Like, I, I walk straight in and I I'm, I do what I got to do. But yeah. I can't. It's just a reflexive thing. Is like the hair on the back of my neck always, every single time, it stands up. Anytime I walk into kind of a dark, secluded area, even if it's in my own home, uh... You know, I, yeah, I, it was, it's the, like the other night we, uh, Beth had asked, we have a, uh, um, utility room in our basement. So as you go down the, the stairs to the basement, the utility room door is right there. And that's where we have our exercise stuff and, you know, uh, vacuum and we access it quite frequently, but we typically keep that door closed. We were out, we took the dogs out, we came back. The door in the back was locked, but the utility door was open. And Beth was going to go downstairs and she's like, did you open the utility door before we left? And I said, No. And she goes, it was, I said, well, you worked out in there. And she goes, yeah, but I, I'm fairly certain I closed it. And I went, okay. So I grabbed a, a flashlight and I went down and 
you know, flashlight on until I could reach all the, you know, switches and everything. Walked right through. But the entire time, like, I still had, I knew no one was down there. But the entire time, I couldn't switch that part of my brain off that said, you're going to be attacked by something. And it's probably a monster. You know why it was open, right? Was it ghosts? No, no, no. Oh. I think you mean squirrels. But what the reason why is that Beth worked out down there. And while she was down there, you know, and she's like, I can't, I can't close the door. It'll stay down here. So she's like, I'll just leave it open and then it's pretend. carefully crafted. And yeah. then just pretend like, I am, whoa, it's open. Oh, my God. Did you, did you smell anything while you're down there? Was it was it smells smells spooky? Was it a spooky smell? It smells like ghosts to me. It's ghosts. It smells like ghosts. You smell you know, the sulfur? Yeah. I, oh my god! It's the devil. The devil's yeah. been down here. You know. The devil's been I, for whatever oh, I'm reason. Hearing him. I'm hearing him now. Oh my god! Oh spirit. <laughs> we. <laughs> Did you ever see the SNL sketch with Hugh Laurie uh, when he was on? He was doing the Ghost Hunters. I think it was probably the, not. It was the era of like uh, Jason Sudeikis and Kristen Wiig and Fred Armisen. Gotcha. I don't think I ever saw that. I'm gonna send it to you. you you've gotta. We might even put it. I'll throw it up on the on the Discord. Actually, yeah. I'll I'll make a commitment to go in there. It is nice. it is everything that you would want out of a a ghost a ghost <laughs> skit on SNL when it, from the era when it was fantastic. Oh, that's so yeah. that's so good, and it deals um, with farts too. So that's why that's, that was the correlation. I figured. Um, yeah, this, it's funny how there's certain situations where, um, like, there's certain scenarios with Natalie where I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I have to to prove to show her that I'm an adult, and then an I have to like. This is a simple one, but yeah. we were watching uh, one of her friends' uh, moms like had like these caterpillars and. They feed them, they take care of them, and ultimately, like, they turn into butterflies, and they were going on oh, vacation. Yeah, so they, right. they gave us, like, 12 of them, and they gave us this thing, and there was, like, all these things. And the first one hatches, and we got to let it out. And no one wants to put their hand in there to, like, you know, yeah. to have it, like, crawl on. And I absolutely didn't want to do it. I was like, really? oh, right, Jill's got this. And now he's like, ooh, I don't want to. I'm like, well, how are we going to get it out? They tried to put a stick in there. It's not working. I just, like... I just like, I have to do this. And I just go in and I do it. And it was no big deal. But I was like, yeah. I don't want this fucking thing crawling on me. Like, I don't know how it's going to feel. And I did it. <laughs> I did the first one. I let it out. And then Nally's like, I want to do it. And then from that point on, she handled it from there. But in that moment, sure. I was like, I have to step up. I have to yep. step up. I have I gotta to set be, the example. I got to set the example. Or there's like social situations where normally I would just like hang back. And not say something, yeah. but now that Nally's here, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. I, I'll, I'll take the hit. I'll take the the hit of like socially just someone ignoring me, or whatever. I'm like, you can't ignore her. Right. That's my kid. Like, you can't, you can't be like that to her. No, 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 not at all. Like, I gotta, I gotta, pr- I gotta show her. Like, I'm not saying that I'm gonna go pick a fight with somebody, but I'm like, I'd be like, this is, I gotta show her like when it's right to to yeah. speak up and when it's not and things like that. So, it's interesting how. I was listening to a podcast with Roy Wood Jr. How he's talking about that, you know, being a father and not having a strong father figure in his life. He's like, oh, shit, this is a moment where I have to step up and lead for my son to show him 
this is how things are supposed to go. And right. I'm like, I kind of identify with that where there's times where I get worried or I'll hear a scenario and I'm like, sure is glad I don't have to deal with that right now because yep. I don't even want to think about what I would have to do. I'd have to make a Baldur's Gate 3 choice. And I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? I hear stories about that. You know, I remember there was like being in, in corporate America and hearing like someone goes, this is a scenario. I'm like, glad you're the manager, not me. I don't want right. to make that fucking call. Right. At all. No mm. way. No how. No, thank you. Hard pass. Mm-mm. Is there is there any uh, scenario that you've gone through with Natalie that has um, I'm trying to think how to ask like. Any scenarios where you still get to, like, okay, so I sent Drew, I don't know if I sent it to you a while ago, but I sent Drew, there's this uh, Instagram reel of someone, there was a, a kid standing in the doorway and the mom was filming him and he kept looking into his room and he was like waving and she's like, who are you waving to? And he was like waving and he was like giggling and he said something like, like Papa or, or Gam, referencing grandpa and she, like mom's like, Grandpa's not here. And uh, he kept waving and she went in the room and there was nothing in the room. Like she moved the camera out. She finally got up and went in the room and this and that. And it was just, a you know, unnecessarily creepy. Kids do creepy shit. And I asked Drew and he's like, oh, yeah, Max has had me freaked out before because he'll be out in the yard just talking away or laughing. It's like playing with someone and it's very unsettling. Like has any situation occurred with Natalie where you're just like, I don't believe in ghosts, but fuck, man, this is making me very uneasy right now. So I feel like it comes up around kids more than more than not. Well, it's because kids are stupid. Well, yeah, it goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, they're dumb. Yeah, and they don't. I mean, Natalie talks while she plays with toys all the time, and she has well, yeah. most of her time. I never put a whole lot of stock in anything Natalie ever said. But nothing's ever will. nothing's unnerved you or anything. No, nothing's really? ever unnerved me. Yeah, there's no, she's never been there. like. All right. You know, Chris Cochran. Oh, you're a bitch. <laughs> but I like, feel like that, hey, that would, nice. That's informationally founded, though. <laughs> hey, I try to keep it cool. I try right. to keep it kosher. We you know, follow but, the empirical evidence. And <laughs> yeah, the other day, I was just like, she's like, I'm. You know what? She's a real butthead. I'm like, listen, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm like, what can I say? I try to be diplomatic about it, but I'm like. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're yeah. not wrong. You know, she's just <laughs> same as the middle finger thing. The yeah. instincts are there, but just pull it back for a if few anything, more years. If anything, I have to be really careful about what we say around her now because she she don't think she's listening. <laughs> she's fucking listening. She yeah. pops up and she's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "God yeah. damn it!" I, nah. I missed the days where we could just talk and you had no idea what was going on, <laughs> and now you're all stop, over it. I'm like, "Stop Fuck. showing a genuine interest in us." Like, God, we'll say something and she'll be like, "Who are you talking about?" I'm like, "Shut up." <laughs> Because we have to explain to her, I'm like, there's some things, there's some things you keep here in the house. Just shut up. Just shut up. Some things you keep, you we we do here, we say here, but you can't just go out. We were riding our bikes the other day, and there's this house that has like giant bushes that like cover up a significant part of the uh, of the sidewalk. And I'm like, ah, oh, these bushes. She goes, yeah, they should really trim these bushes. And I'm like. Natalie, stop, stop. No, like, don't do that. Like, and she doesn't know any better, but we have no. to pour aside. I go, uh, yeah. hey, listen, what you said is not wrong, 
but what if someone was standing there and you just shout that? I was like, that's really rude. Like, yeah. you just those are our inside voices. We don't need to shout that out. Like, right. Inside voices and inside thoughts. Yes. Like, yeah. we're not just like, why don't they cut these bushes? I'm like, just fucking quit. Like, I yeah. ask the same question in my mind every right. time we come by here. This is absurd. But we got to deal with it. All right. We just got to deal with it. Maybe she's teaching you a lesson, Doug, in that. Just speak your mind freely and see what happens. Yeah. Everyone Live with else, no regard. No, plenty no, of people uh, do that concern. as is on the internet. I don't think we need any more of that in this world. We're good. We're yeah. good with that. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, thank you. No, I've never had a moment where Natalie is like looking off in the distance or whatever. And if she was, I'd be like, what the fuck are you looking at? You know, I'd yeah. be like nothing would really. I don't think. I, yeah. I, listen, I would love some sort of ghost encounter. You know what I mean? Like, but I would I'm love not, to have something yes, happen yes. where I'd be like, all right, cool, or have something like that. And I just, but I'm the like, kind of guy that, like, I have to experience it to, yeah. to believe this shit, you know? Were you, when you were a kid, were you ever scared? Like, for me, like, I was afraid of the dark when I was younger. Of course. And there's, and there's, like, there's a sliver of that that remains. That's what I was talking about, like, that hair. Now I'll go, I'll walk into the room, you know, confidently, but the hair on the back of my neck will just in, uh, um, involuntarily stand up like it's just like i i just have that weird concern that's still rooted somewhere deep in my my brain has anything like that followed you through or from when you were a kid or have you just brass balls just tamped all that down? there's terrifying moments absolutely um the dark is always something that's that's terrifying i think it's yeah. just a primal thing in in us um <laughs> two two examples of that um uh, both all while on uh two different vacations one, uh, when we went up to New Buffalo a couple years ago, we stayed at this place that just like it was on the edge of the woods. You know, it was a cool there area. There and when go. it got fucking dark, there's no lights out there. And man. that and that tree line is just a row of black. Like, yeah, as soon as. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, I've seen deer go through there and stuff like that and whatever. And I'm out there with the dog. The worst is when I'm with Loki. She just stops and stares in the darkness. I'm yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> See, fuck kids when yeah, animals right? react you're just like okay something's there <laughs> yes yes and most recently we went to lake geneva and uh we stayed in this great little neighborhood area um but it was it was relatively wooded and stuff like that it was like a grid of, of stuff like that but it was it was pretty pretty uh nature-like and i would walk down this hill and it got to a point where the houses just stop having lights on outside and you just go to the stop sign. And I know if I go three more blocks down, the lake's going to be down there. There's other houses, but I just stare down the hill. It is darkness, absolute pitch black, nothing. Yep. And every night I was like, I wonder if I could, because I get up in the morning and walk. I'm like, it's just, it goes straight down. Light and you everything. see like, it and you're you, mentally, like, you, you know, yeah. I was like tonight when I take Loki to go pee, we're going to go down there. And I get uh -huh. to the stop sign. And I'm like, why the fuck would I even want to do this? To what end? <laughs> What's Just the point? Yourself. What's the point? Yeah. Oh, I did it. And I <clears throat> and like, I was like, I can't see shit. Like, why would I do that? Staring off into the darkness as yeah. a human being accesses some. Yes. Just just Neanderthal thing of like, I don't know what's there. This is danger. Uh -huh. And then that's where everything is amplified. You hear a sound. Oh, you hear a twig yeah. snap. <clears throat> you hear some sort of something, and you're like, oh, my God. And your brain yeah. just goes, here's a list of things it could be. 
real or otherwise. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Well, because then, at least for me, I'm, I don't know if you're the same way, but then my brain accesses every horror movie I have ever seen, and then I'm, and then I can't, I can't stop myself from going. What if a pair of red eyes just appeared? You know, yeah. and then you just start. Now you're like, and then you know you're thinking like, you're thinking out of the realm of possibility. But for some psychologically, you can't turn that off. Yeah, you just keep thinking. You're like. Well, a monster, and you're like, that's that's stupid. But what if? What yeah. if this is the? What if I find it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and Natalie comes out, you know, and I'm like, hey, check out all the stars. And I'm walking around. She's like, I'm really scared. I'm like, what are you scared of? You know, as I'm like, also yeah. like, don't look down that road because <laughs> you're literally staring into the abyss. So don't look down there. But I'm like, what are you scared of? She goes, I'm scared of wolves. I'm like, there's no wolves here. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, is there? Oh. <laughs> she said like, that in the back. I go. Coyotes, I would believe, but I was like, yeah. wolves? I was like, nah, there's no way there's wolves nah. around here. There's way too many people. Like, yeah. but I was like, yeah, we saw deer, you yeah. know, and things. And where there's deer, there's going to be predators, you know, for oh, sure. sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't see that stuff. So, personally, I mean, growing up, like, I had a basement that was so terrifying sure. every time I would Everyone leave does. there. And that's, I, the shower was down there. So I'd have to go down, shower, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to turn off the light, run up the stairs as fast as you can, <laughs> try to beat it. Trying to beat it, you know, it was absolutely horrible. Um, you know, but as an adult, I mean, the things that scare me are just like, you know, taxes and, you know, <laughs> right, solvency. Is the and, IRS gonna come after you know, me this year? Yeah. Did I do the taxes right this right, time? Right, exactly. Or whatever, you know, like <clears throat> a lot of those. And that's why I think it's so great about the story in the movie. It is, you know, the Pennywise in that movie preys on children because their fear is much more profound than mm-hmm. adults. Sure. Pennywise will eat adults, but he prefers children because their fear is so much easier to manipulate yeah. than, than adults because adults are jaded <laughs> from the real right. world. They're like, right. their Sunday scaries are like, fuck, I got to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> no, I, d- I procrastinate on this project. I just sit through an hour and a half of an ENIPS presentation and now I'm dead inside, you know? Uh, it took me a second to realize what you were referencing there. I thought I was like, is that like a digital sexual harassment? ENIPS? Yeah. 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 ENPS um, scores, baby. Baby. No, I think for, for adults, what it is for me is, and again, like there's a part of your brain that switches over to like, ooh, a monster, red eyes, or some weird fucking, you know, a 12-foot goat-looking thing is going to come after. Mm-hmm. But once you tamp that down, the actual fear of the dark for me is as an adult. So... As a kid, that is what you your brain preys on is that that fear of the the supernatural and the unknown. As an adult, it's you realize that there are horrific people in the world and you know, murders happen everywhere every day and I think that's what's more so when I like if out taking a walk at night, that's what I get worried about in the dark is I'm just like, you know, someone could just attack me. I don't know who's waiting out here, you know, that that dark road leading down to the lake. Who knows who's waiting there tonight? Yeah, that's the I think it's it's more so as adults, you become less uh, you become more jaded, but you also realize the, the true horrors that are out there. I mean, part of my fear was like, you know, because it's pretty steep decline. I was like, what if I blow out my knee? There it is. And I, have this, <laughs> I have this fear of being stupid. You know, I'm like, ah, just laying in the dark. I'm like, help! I blew Ow. up my knee! Ow! My back hurts! My back hurts! <laughs> my back! My 
patellar tendon. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> my plantar fasciitis flared up. Oh my God. It hurts so bad. Um, or it's just like, I mean, I'll be honest with you. And this is, this is a little dark, like legit yeah. dark, but like a couple of times I had to pull into someone's driveway to turn around. I'm like, is this going to be one of those situations where someone pulls out a gun and shoots at me? Like, right. You, you know, know, right. That's I what I'm never saying. enjoyed doing that before people started shooting at people right. i didn't i was like oh god i tried to do it as quickly as possible I'm like get in and get out of here yeah because i didn't want you know my mom used to joke that maybe someone comes running out they're like oh they're here they've got like a casserole and they're like hey you're not them you know like this yeah <laughs> idea that but also it's much more common to be like oh i just gotta turn around this person's driveway oh, yeah, sure. whatever and get out and no big deal but nowadays i'm like ah i hope this is a cool person because i don't mean you any harm you know <laughs> yeah well, that's, I mean, we, uh, again, just invading that personal space as you older you get, as we're, uh, this Friday, we're, I printed out some flyers and we're going to do a, a, a block, kind of like a block party, a hot dog block party. So we're going to open up our backyard just to meet our, our block and our neighbors. So I printed out a bunch of flyers that was inviting people this Friday to, to our house. And I realized I had to go door to door to, and I didn't want to, it's funny, I didn't want to interact with people, even though right. I'm inviting them to our house. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to put them in the mailbox. There's something so unnerving about walking up someone's front, stepping up onto the porch, getting right face to face with their home, where the door is, lifting that mailbox and put, it's something real weird and intimate. And I, yeah. it's a thing, I had this concern that someone was going to yell at me for being up there and yeah. very innocently just giving them a, a flyer for a fun afternoon, you know, and, and hospitality, uh, awaits you, but there is something again. You realize the older you get, you're like, "Oh, this is a I'm I'm on that borderline." If I didn't have this flyer in my hand, this is a breach of personal space that I'm that I'm experiencing. I'll be honest with you. If I didn't know you and you just were walking up, I'd be like, "What the fuck does this guy want?" <laughs> I'd be so aggressive. Would you? Because there is of all the people that have just wandered up to my front door, most of them have been shitheads. Like sure. most yeah. of them. Yeah. Now, to be fair, most of them don't ring the doorbell or anything like that. They will just leave some sort of bullshit at the door. But some people will knock or ring the doorbell. Yeah. And then it's never anything good. It's oh, just God. No. Yeah. Something I didn't something realize ridiculous. that until I bought a house. Like, yeah, as an apartment owner, and you've had a few years jump on me with that, with with dealing with that. That's yeah. real. I, I, now I understand why people have no solicitation signs, because yeah. some of the people we've gotten to our front door, I'm like, who go away. Who yeah. are you? Why are you? What are you even The literal door to door sales stuff. I can't believe it still exists I, to same. this day. It because it's all, mind. it's it's the most bizarre things. You know, it'll yeah. be, you know, hey, uh, you, you're siding. We do siding. I'm like, I didn't ask you <laughs> to come by and look at my siding. Right. It's there. Yeah. I think it's fine. Get fucked. You know, like just. <laughs> Yeah. Just the amount of bullshit that people will come up with, like uh, talking about lawn or pest stuff. I'm like, go away. If I wanted your services, I know how to fucking find you. I can use yeah. the goddamn internet. Get fucked. You know, we, like I don't we need this a, shit. Uh, ADT. Uh, so we have EPS. It's a local security system. We inherited it from the previous owners. So we just reactivated it and we got it. <clears throat> and uh, we had ADT come up. To our door, door to door. And they're like, hey, I noticed you have a, a EPS sign in your front lawn. And there, I was like, I said, yeah. I said, we uh, any any reason you went with them? And I went, it was installed. Like, I just had to call and switch it over to our name and this, that, and the other thing. It was easy. 
And like, oh, okay. So, well, let me explain to you why a lot of people prefer ADT. I'm like, ah, I said, I'm good. I'm good. I said, I'm, I'm locked into a contract. Well, we won't lock you into that long of a contract. I'm like, that's great. I'm currently in a, con- like, I don't know what you're not hearing about me. I got a three-year contract with these people. It's called rebuttals, baby. Oh, man. It's called the they sales just, process. It was just, well, can I ask, uh, you know, what, mm. well, so what, what, what individual products do you have around your house? I'm like, well, first off, I'm not going into that with you. I'm not going to give you, you a, are. a map of my, I understand you have ADT on your shirt. I could do that too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I was like, this, we're, we're done here. Yeah. I, what's, what's, the, what's the coldest you've been to someone that's door to door? Um, I like had how, guys, what's, the, what's the harshest you've stopped them? Um, well, they, they start out, they were these guys doing something about the house. And, uh, and saying something like they could come by or whatever. And Jill was like kind of handling it at the time. Yeah. She was at the front door and she kept telling them no. Yeah. And they kept pushing it. And I was like, I don't want to play this card, but I'm going to play this card. The 6-3 like, card? Yeah. Like I was kind of like hanging in the back listening because I was doing something with dinner. And I was like, all right, this is going on too long. And, and Jill was already hitting her crescendo too. You could hear it. And yeah. she basically was like, hey, we have a no soliciting sign. And I just came up from behind her. I go, hey, guys, she said no. Fucking move along. You know, yeah. I was like, y- y- we're done here. All right. Yeah. Take no and get the hell out of here. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, and because if anything, I'm like, what I my passive aggressive thing to do is like, do you have a card? Oh, sure. I'll, I'll contact you. I was like, give me your card. And I take it. And I go, great. Now I know who never to call. Oh, whenever I that. want this service because you have annoyed me. So thank you. <laughs> I, I'm going to put this with my other collection of things. <laughs> Do, because do you actually say that to them? I've done it once. That's amazing. I was like, can I have your card? Can they get all excited? I'm like, great. Now I'm never going to use your service because you have invaded my space. Yeah. That's if I want brilliant. this, I, I, I am smart enough to figure out how to find what I need. I don't need you coming by my house to right. offer me your wares. Right. I didn't call you. Get off my property. Get you off know? my lawn. You ignored the no soliciting sign. Absolutely. Just get fucked. Like, get yeah. out of here. Like, thank you. You've made yourself well known. That I'll never use you. Simple as that. Same people who like will put a little flyer in a goddamn bag with a rock and leave it on your in your driveway so that it doesn't blow away or some shit, you know? And I'm like, oh great. I haven't had that yet. Let's put this in the file of people I will never contact, you know, because I don't want your shit, you know? Oh man, that's fucking I'm getting so fucking sweaty right now just thinking about that, how much it irritates (laughs) me. Because I don't like unsolicited stuff. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I understand there was a time. Where the internet didn't exist, and this was a viable way to get people to understand that this, this product mar- exists. This was marketing. It's marketing. Nowadays, I find it to be incredibly intrusive. Agreed. And whenever I see someone on a fucking Segway in my yeah. neighborhood, I'm like, hmm. Because they always ride Segways. They're just <laughs> buzzing around. <laughs> uh, I was walking the other day. I saw like a bunch of uh, four white ladies. I think it's important to say they were white because that made me imis- imis- very suspicious. They were dressed too nice. <laughs> And they had like satchels with stuff. Um, I was like, what, oh the, boy. what the fuck? And I was, yeah. they weren't over by my house yet, but I'm like, I don't know what you all are up to, but don't come over by my street because I You're don't want to hear it. You're all suspect. I don't like I this. I was like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Although to be fair, recently, in, in recent, like I'd say several months, it's been not, I haven't had someone knock or ring the doorbell in a long yeah. time. And now that I have my security system, I can see who's at the door. I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm not answering that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just fucking ignore him. But I was like, you won't, you won't get my time, yeah. no sir. You know, you're just gonna drive my dog crazy, but you're not gonna there, get my time. There was, uh, well, we were in Mexico. There was someone that came up, and my father-in-law, God bless him, he he 
was very, very kind to this person. I, I don't know if I would have had this level of patience, but they actually got a refill on their water from him. They got like, I think I, I like he, they really like kept him talking and, and, you know, we're like, you know, Oh, I'm, it's just really hot out here. Like I'm, do you, do you think you could refill this for me? And do you think, and I think they the goal was to get closer and closer to coming inside Mm-hmm. And uh, he he finally got him to go away. But I was like, the minute they asked that, I'd have been like, absolutely not. Were they you selling can, stuff? Yeah, oh yeah, they were. I don't know what it was for. I don't. I I uh. don't have the full details. But there was. I'm like, man, that was uh, that's a bold move to really start asking for things. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, the whole sales process. I understand. It's a psychological thing, and I yep. understand that it's if a you necessary keep, evil. Keep people talking. Eventually, like nine out of ten people will flip, and, and you'll get a little bit further with them. And yeah, I've been helping with building some sales training in my job recently, yep. and just getting an insight into the stuff. And the whole time, I'm like, gross. This is all. Just <laughs> this is gross. why I will never be a salesperson. This is so disgusting because I'm like, if you want this, come find yeah. me. You know, like I'm right. not, I'm not here to. And people say, hey, man, you're selling people all the time, every day. You're, yeah. you're making a sale. I'm like, yeah, you're negotiating all the time. I understand. I'm lawful good. I will always make the good choice in Baldur's Gate 3. I'm not going to. I can't do this. <laughs> and I don't want to endure it. I don't want to yeah. endure a sales pitch. I fucking hate it. I yeah. can't stand it. It's it's the worst because it's the same thing with negotiating. It's a dance. That we all know we're dancing. We all know we're doing it. Yeah, we all absolutely. know we're doing the fucking, you know, Macarena, but we're not calling out the fact that we're doing the Macarena. We're right. pretending that we're not, you right. know, and that's what I hate is I'm like, can we just cut through the bullshit? Like, what do you want? Here's yeah. what I want. Can we find a way to make this happen? Let's not do the whole, well, we got to anchor high, you know, so that you can be your own discount hero so that, you know, you're like, <laughs> you know what? I'll give you 10% down. Right. How about that? So I can make you feel like you won, but oh, I've already marked man. it up so high that it doesn't even fucking matter. <clears throat> That's and why I can't, st- I get the biggest anxiety going to the car lot. Like anytime we've had to buy, like I can't fucking stick. Cause every time I walk in, I walk in automatically assuming I'm getting bent over and just railed. Yeah. And That's there's I nothing I can do. Yeah. I was oh. like, I just, I was like, I want to negotiate. I want to check this out. Get this, this is what the price is. Got it. Because we went in for our van. I will never go back. That was the worst experience. To the to an actual dealer? Yeah. We yeah. went to a dealer, a Honda dealer. It was the fucking worst. It was so bad. It was brutal. I don't enjoy the experience. They were wearing us down. Yeah. They were just, they took forever on purpose because they want us just to, you know, what everything about it was sleazy and I yep. hated it. So. Yep. It was, it was just like, I'm like, I don't want to do this dance. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to do it. People are like, well, you can learn how to go. I don't want to fucking do that. Right. All right. I we want had to go a, buy something. <laughs> we had a good, exp- I mean, we had a, 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 a pleasant experience, I will say, when we bought our Subaru. But I still, even though we had a great experience, everyone was super kind and it was pretty straightforward. I still felt like we were getting dicked over. I'm yeah, like, because then I don't. you go over to the financing department where they tried to upsell you on the warranties. Right. And everything like that. And I'm just like, Ugh. and the guy we had too was also extremely rude <laughs> to was his he? to his coworkers. Like, just someone called. He's like, you know, some of us are actually dealing with customers right now, and hangs up the phone. He's like, anyway, let me tell you about this extended warranty. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't like you at all. Like, right. <laughs> that's how you're gonna treat people like that you work with. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's you know what? It's when you're making sales. It's that's not a practical approach to deal with 
your colleagues in front of clients like that. It's just not practical. You got to you got to have a level head. You got to show them that you're a nice person and that you can be dealt with. And that is the practical approach. So I'm sure practical Doug was just fucking screaming. You know it. Yes. You got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. That was a solid effort. I almost timed that perfectly. <laughs> that was a solid effort. Yeah. How long is that scream? Uh, I don't know. We'll never. You know. don't have a t- okay. I have a. I, the Ash Practical Doug is nineteen point three seconds. Yeah, I got it. So I'll, if you figure that out, we can back. We say Practical Doug was screaming. I'm like, oh, I got to scream. <laughs> I got to uh, scream, baby. If you've never been here for Ask Practical Doug, it's a segment that we absolutely love doing uh, because Practical Doug is a tiny Doug that lives inside of Big Doug and he guides Big Doug on all of life's journeys through all of life's mysteries, questions, quagmires, and quandaries. So if you want to ask Practical Doug a question, you can on any social media at Podcast hashtag Ask Practical Doug, or you can join our Discord. There's an actual Ask Practical Doug channel. You can jump on there. You can throw it in. You might have a wonderful conversation on Discord with Practical Doug. And if you're very lucky, if you ask a real good question, we might actually yank that and use it on the show during a segment. There is something that we've been doing recently that has proved very fruitful. It's the subreddit, Am I the Asshole? And today we have a fun one asked by Sure Internal 2169 They ask, am I the asshole for avoiding running with my neighbors? I use fake names for obvious reasons. So I, 29-year-old male, am an avid runner and value my daily jog, or yog, it might be a soft J, as a time for relaxation and exercise. My neighbors, John, 32, male, and Sarah, 31, female, have recently taken an interest in running too and have started inviting me to join them on their runs. At first, I was excited about the idea of running with my neighbors, and I thought it would be a very great way to become better friends. However, things took a weird turn as I noticed an awkward recurring behavior. During our runs, John and Sarah would intentionally run ahead of me and proceed to pass gas, or as I call it, as everyone calls it, crop dusting. <laughs> Look, don't you let's not give yourself too much credit. You didn't coin As the I fucking have clearly phrase. Clearly defined yeah. crop Jesus. dusting. Uh, you are the asshole. Uh, now, the first time this happened, I thought it was just a little joke, but it has happened every single time we've run since. Despite my discomfort, they find it hilarious, and they continue to do it. So confronting them feels a little awkward. In addition to the fact that the two of them do it and then never bring it up again, it makes it really weird. Uh, I'm not sure if it's an inside joke between them or what. Faced with this unpleasant situation, I decided to avoid running with them altogether. When they asked me to join them, I would come up with excuses or pretend to have already planned my run. I did not want to confront them about their behavior because I feared it might lead to awkwardness or even strain in our neighborly relationship. They wouldn't be coming to his hot dog cookouts. Uh, But I cannot handle this awful smell. I've confided in other neighbors, and they claim it's happened to them, too. When they brought it up to John and Sarah, they played it off as a joke and dismissed it. John and Sarah have been asking to run together more more lately, and I'm using more bizarre excuses. I cannot run when being crop dusted. So, Reddit, am I the asshole? Um, I'll say this guy is an asshole for the reason of he's an asshole for not telling them no, I won't run with you because you keep farting right in my face while we run. 
I'm not a fan of this joke that this is. Yeah. Just to be like, hey, listen, I want to run with you guys. I don't enjoy this thing that you're doing. Yeah. I find it disgusting. It's not it's not fun for me. So, yeah, I'm going to pass gas on, you know, running with you. I don't I don't I don't enjoy that. I'll thank you. Um, But I mean, that's the I say that's the only reason that makes him an asshole. He's not an asshole for not wanting to run with them. No. If you don't enjoy being around someone because they're doing something annoying, I I see 29-year-old Doug in this guy. Do you? Where he's just like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, at 29, I was still at the fucking hotel getting beaten down in customer service and that world of, of awfulness. So, yeah, I can understand being like, I don't know how to approach this. I could just be like, hey, listen, uh, I would love to run with you guys and get to know you. I think this is a great way for me to run. It's it's motivating and things like that. I just don't appreciate it when you guys run in front and you fart uh, right. in front of me and you laugh about it. I don't find it funny and I'd find it enjoyable. It's disruptive to me while I'm exercising. So I'm not going to run with you guys if you keep right. doing this. So simple as that. But hey, I don't hate you. I just don't want to run with you. So simple yeah. as that, you know. I and will say it, it is uh, at first having uh, been an avid runner um, for a while before the old knees started giving me the old troubles. Uh, the idea of running with people is wonderful. I tried to start when we lived downtown. I, st- I tried to start an 1130 running club. Mm-hmm. Um, management office actually put it up. They put it in the newsletters and this and that. And it was great for the first few weeks. And then I was like, man, I miss my alone time when I run. Like, right. unless you're running super long distances, like if you're running 10 plus miles, if you're training for something, it very much helps to have someone to talk to. But if you're yeah. just going out for your, you know, three to five, maybe six mile run, have that time for yourself. It's the yeah. the honeymoon period ends very quickly. It, it's it's much nicer. too. So I think what's happening here is he's just realizing it's better to run alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I enjoy um, going on walks with Jill. Yeah. Um, but I also I if if I have a a good day for me is uh, I get two walks in as well as going to the gym. That's a good day. Um, and my first one's always with just me and the dog, so I always get one by myself. Um, and then I like walking with Jill in the later in the day because it gives us opportunities to chat, catch up on things, and whatever. And yeah. it's much more fun to walk and and talk with her. Um, and, you know, just yesterday I was letting the hot toots out my butt almost the whole walk. You yeah. Know? So, um, but I wasn't crop dusting Jill. Some of them, it was a hot day and some of them, you know, it's just naturally hot day and gas don't go well together. <laughs> yeah. Some of them caught just up with hung us. in the air there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she's also like, what the hell's wrong with you? And I was like, you know, you know what this is, you know, you know like, what you signed up for. I was like, listen, this is why we go on walks, you know, to get them out. Yeah. I go, I can't, I can't explain what's happening right now. I don't like it either. But <laughs> Believe me, I'd, I'd much prefer not to be doing this. It's quite yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. But I wasn't like grabbing her head and shoving it up my butt and farting in her face while we were walking. I was just <laughs> walking side by side and I'm like, sorry, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, if someone's intentionally doing that yeah. and I don't enjoy it, like it'd be funny the first time. But if they just kept doing it and then they were kind of like, <laughs> right, I'd be like, yeah, OK, cool. Right, well, I'm going to go cool. this way. See you later. You fucking idiots. You know, I just... <laughs> I don't want to, I don't, I don't find that to be enjoyable. So, yeah. um, yeah. So is he an asshole for not wanting to run them? No, but you are an asshole for not actually speaking to them about, you don't make excuses. Right. You don't have to make excuses about this. Also don't, like, don't talk to, maybe talk to, you know, maybe ask another neighbor, but like, don't, don't start spreading this around. The, don't be the, t- the town gossip, yeah. you know? No. 
it's fine to be like, hey, does this happen to you guys too? And if it right. does, maybe if, hopefully that emboldens you to be like, all right, I'm not, I'm not crazy, right? You know, because you could be like, man, is this weird to me that this is happening? Um, but yeah, if if well, it has happened and you can confirm it, then it should give you hopefully more confidence to be like, yeah, I don't want to do this because I yeah. don't enjoy that. Well, and they also like, oh, it's said just a that- joke. Okay, what's <laughs> I don't that? Enjoy it. They'd be like, oh, it's just a joke. Okay, I don't find it funny. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've confided in other neighbors. They claim that it happened to the wall. When they brought it up to John and Sarah, they put it off as a joke and dismissed it. So other people have brought it up and it's been fine. So Mm -hmm. there's no reason you can't bring it up too. Yeah. Other people have already broached the subject and uh, apparently, it sounds like the neighborhood does not have a giant rift in it. So you could bring it up to them as well. And maybe if multiple people bring it up, John and Sarah are going to start going, hmm, we better cool it on this. Yeah. Because the way I read that is when they brought it up to John and Sarah, they played off as a joke and dismissed it, almost being like, oh, it's just a joke. You right. know, we're kidding. I don't feel like anything was necessarily resolved, so to sure. speak. Absolutely. Um, but I mean, it's just simple as that. If these people are calling you and bugging you to run and you're like, I can't because I have explosive diarrhea or whatever, you know, because everyone gets one. One of them right. you just get one. You can't use it again. You know, it's true. Uh, yeah. You don't have to get inventive with that. Just fucking. I don't know, man. I think it, it comes with getting a little bit older. I'm not an expert in this yet, but I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, ah, what, why, what's, what's the point in lying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be here right now. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to go to your party. It's nothing personal. I still want to be there today, right. that day. We're still friends, but I don't want to go. Right. I don't have to, I shouldn't have to invent a reason as to why I don't want to go to your thing. No is you know? a perfectly acceptable answer. Hard stop. Exactly. Yeah. Hard stop. Yeah. If someone's like, why? It's like, I don't know. Just not going to work for me that day. Cause so yeah, no disrespect for you. Just yeah. don't want to do it. So, uh, sure. Underscore internal 2169. I hope you find the courage to tell the, these neighbors, you know, how you really feel about this and you can do it in a respectful way. Telling the truth doesn't mean being a dick. Right. All right. But you can, you can tell them in a way that is be like, I don't enjoy running while you guys crop dust. It's, it's distracting. I find it incredibly just off putting and yeah. I don't want to do it. So, um, if you all can agree not to do that, happy to run with you. Uh, if that's going to be too much of a problem, then, you know, cool. We'll just run on our own and no big deal. All right. Enjoy yourselves. I don't hate you. So on and so forth, you know? So, yep. Yeah, there man. you go. You got uh, this. It is decided. I love it. Done. <laughs> Crop dust. I mean, that's, that was well, well placed. Thank Very you. apropos. Thank you. You don't even yeah. know what that means. Very Edgar Allan Poe. Now we're talking. Uh, I, was to think of, I couldn't think of the thing that, oh, nevermore. I was like, Claudia. I'm like, it doesn't say someone's name. <laughs> Man, what a, uh, what a. Lenore, right? Is that her name? Lenore? Yeah. Quoth, yeah, quoth, yeah. My sweet Lenore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Quoth yeah. Claudia. Claudia. It's a lock. <laughs> oh my god what a uh, different poem that would have been uh doug uh we got the uh we we lined up again man we did we on our racks up. here yeah we so did. why don't you uh why don't you give why don't you give our joint recommendation today the flash which available is something now. i did not think i'd hear you say i know uh yeah. available now on max uh starring ezra miller uh and other people um, yep. but it, uh, it was one of those movies. It kind of had a little bit of con- controversy around it. Cause Ezra Miller is going through a 
tough time to put it lightly. Yep. Um, done a lot of wild shit. Uh, and some people are like, I don't think we should support this movie because he's doing wild shit to people. Um, but that aside, I, I, I'm pretty at this point neutral on the DC universe in the past. I may have been like, man, they're just trying to copy Marvel, which they are, but I've been able to go back and watch them and just appreciate it is what it is. And I watched this movie with zero expectations and I had a really good time, you know, taking the Danny Kravitz and Jared Erbis approach. I just watched it. I'm like, this is fun. It's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. There's definitely like really high highs and really low lows. I think for me, um, Absolutely. But I, I found Ezra Miller to be very charming. There were some really great heartfelt moments. There were some really great comedic moments. And uh, I looked at it as, although there are some connections to obviously other movies and characters and things like that, I enjoyed it as like a standalone film. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really solid. Absolutely, yeah. I I uh, I think when, when Bob asked me <clears throat> what my review of it was, I said, it, it was fun. Yeah. And that's, and that's that's where it starts and stops. I was like, I, it was fun. It was fun. It was. It had a lot of humor in it. Uh, some like shockingly laugh out, like chuckle out loud parts where I'm like, that's that's really good. As like, like you said, Ezra Miller. I think they have impeccable comedic timing, especially mm-hmm. in this role. Love them for this role. Yeah. Uh, I really hope they can get their shit figured out because yeah. right now, a little weird, a little, yeah. little some some very ooh stuff going on. But uh, some big legal troubles. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but that that is to say the CG in this was horribly uncomfortable. Um, yeah, you know, so it like it didn't it didn't have it wasn't without its flaws. Yeah, but um, you know, if you just look at it for what it was, it was definitely there. And the thing I I loved that I didn't think. How do I put this? I thought this would annoy me more so than me actually ending up enjoying it. But the fan service that this mm. paid. I was like, yeah, I actually did a good job with it. Like I typically, if you cater to the fans a little too hard, I'm like, wow, mm. you're, you're really, you're reaching, you're hoping you get the nerds to go, Oh man, nerdgasm. But this yeah. one actually, this, this hit, it's not a, I mean, obviously not a spoiler. Michael Keaton as Batman in this yeah. is uh, a very, very welcome return to the character. He did also, such a great job. Nice job with, they brought the, the, that original Batman music. As when well, they walked like, up nice. to the the manor first, mm-hmm. again, this isn't any spoilers, but the yeah. the musically the theme yeah. just starts to shift, and you hear a little bit of that Elfman. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I got I got excited. I'm like, oh, that's a well placed music cue right yeah. there. That is a well placed cue. I looked at this as like a nice homage to yeah. all the other versions and things like that. It was mm-hmm. it was really it was really cool. It was really fun. And again, yeah. a lot of heart, a lot of heart in it. I, yeah, uh, some great emotional moments. Yeah, um, yeah, it's worth it. It's it's worth a watch. It's streaming now on HBO. I'm Go sorry, into on it, Max. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I go into it. it again with no expectations. Go into mm-hmm. it open with an open heart and an open mind. Yeah, and it I just, think you might have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, especially the part where the Flash is going you know really fast and he stops and says, "Got to get your dick out." You know, it's. Yeah. Impactful. Tears, you know. It's very impactful. Hit me right in the moist spots, you know, when yes, he said that. You exactly. Know? So, oddly enough, not that is short. actual actual clip from stuff that happened in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Which is, I yeah. mean, look, that's art imitating life right there. It is. It's really yeah. weird. Anyway, 
followed by I'm gonna come. You know, so absolutely, yeah. I, played I, that thought, one a while. I did think the Trump cameo was very weird. Very strange. <laughs> yeah, you know, really unnecessary. Very but, unnecessary. You know, yeah, just post the reason why this Trump. movie was controversial. You know what I mean? There it is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh, anyway, right. that's our recommendation. Check it out. Um, also, uh, just again, reminder, check us out, youtube.com slash podcast. Uh, like and subscribe. Check out the description for a link to our Discord, to our merch at redbubble.com, and patreon.com slash podcast. Appreciate all of your support. You're wonderful. Uh, I'll see you all Friday night at 8 p.m. Central for the next iteration of Baldur's Gate 3 with the cool people Seth, Emilio, and Clarissa. Hopefully she'll hang on to those sausage and beat the shit out of some more goblins with those. Um, yeah, that'd be great. And Justin quotes out of context. As well. <laughs> on Instagram, you can follow me at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it while you're in the online realm. Any place where you can find and consume quality podcasts, you can find and consume us. We'd appreciate it if you like, subscribe, share, rate, review, all those things. The big one is sharing. That means a huge bit to us. I came into that sentence wrong. We're going to power through. Uh, right. Sharing's the big one. And uh, TuiState.com, TuiState on all social media, loveandimprovfilm.com, loveandimprovfilm on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all for hanging out with us. We love you. And with that, I'll say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Listeners and viewers, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.